Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Impact Today. We are Mark and Victoria Bowling, evangelists and teachers of the Word of God. We're so excited that you decided to tune in to us today because we're about to share some exciting truths from God's Word that can really make an impact on your life. So get ready because we're actually going to cut to some footage of a recent meeting where Mark was preaching, mm-hmm. and it's some really powerful stuff. You're going to want to play, pay close attention, open your heart, and get ready to receive. But before we do that, I just want to mention to you that we have a website, globalimpactministries.com. On our website, you can access all the episodes we've ever made of Impact Today. You can partner with us. You can email us your praise reports, your prayer requests. We would love to hear from you. We also want to mention that we now have an Urdu YouTube channel. So check it out. You can also access our podcast there if you want to subscribe to that and listen to the messages. So we're going to watch this footage, but first, I believe you have a miracle testimony to share with us. Yes, we were just recently in a meeting in Pakistan at a church. There's precious lady was there present near the front of the of the, the sanctuary. And nine years ago, she had suffered an accident. She had stepped on glass. Mm. And where she had stepped on the glass on her foot, the glass severed arteries. Ouch. And so you can imagine. And she, this was nine years ago. And through the years, she had had four surgeries. Think about that four surgeries trying to correct the problem. It was affecting the whole leg. She couldn't walk properly. Uh, There's a lot of things she could not do. And she had some kind of wound in her leg as well. Mm. And the presence of the Lord came upon her. We told them, you know, we prayed the prayer of faith. We said, now put your faith into action. She did. She She began to move that leg. And lo and behold, she was completely instantly healed by the power of God. She was holding a toddler and jumping up and down, moving her leg all around, and now she's completely healed. We give God all the praise and glory for it. And what God did for her, He will do for you. It does not matter what your circumstance is, what has happened, how many times you've had surgeries. You know, in the year 2005, we were in Hyderabad, Pakistan. There was a young man there who was in a very bad accident, he was told he would never walk normally again. He had 16 surgeries on that leg. And after those surgeries was told, you'll never walk normally again, the Lord completely healed him. He was running, healed by the power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is a miracle worker. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So well, we're going to cut to this footage now, and we will be back. Afterwards, to pray with you. Oh, Job, did you find Job yet? What a powerful passage. Now, for those of you, because we are in Tulsa land, where all the Greek and Hebrew scholars exist, and I understand that these men, or this man talking to Job, eventually is rebuked by God for the things he says. But it's not because of what he said per se. It's who he's saying it to. They were judging him. They were judging Job, assuming he was in some deep, gross sin. Are you listening to me? 
Also, I think it's very important when it comes to Job and his three comforters, you realize they didn't have a Bible. Job was the very first Bible written, or book of the Bible written. So you, you, got, you got to understand that context there. You know, that's, you know. So what happened in Job's life, you can't say, well, man, that could happen to me. No. He didn't have the covenant you have. Amen. He didn't have the authority you have. Amen. But they still had an awareness of the majesty of God. That's very profound. When I read Job, I think to myself, what happened to the human race? Because these guys seem very intelligent. We seem pretty stupid. You know what I'm saying? It's incredible. The dialogue, even though some of what they, a lot of what they're saying is not necessarily spiritually accurate for this day, they had an intelligence. And these guys were contemporaries of Abraham. They lived around that time frame. Very interesting. But anyway, that's enough of that. Job 22. This is very profoundly good here. Verse 21. In the Amplified Classic, it says this. Acquaint now yourself with him. Agree with God and show yourself to be conformed to his will and be at peace. That's how you know everything is okay when you're at peace, truly in peace. Can you say amen? Amen. By that you shall prosper, and great good shall come to you. Receive, I pray, the law and instruction from his mouth, and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty and submit and humble yourself before Him, you will be built up if you put away unrighteousness far from your tents. Amen? Everyone say, acquaint thyself with the Almighty. Acquaint thyself. Amen. You know, he is a, he's very holy. He is pure. More than you can ever realize at this moment. I tried to find a story that I had marked in a Bible, and I had a hard time finding it right before we left, and so I'll just try to rehearse it to you. You know, Pastor Jay's been showing videos. Well, we don't have videos of this guy, so I'll just give you a story, two stories with John G. Lake. I like his writings. Now, I, I've read them a lot in the past, but it, in the last six to seven months or so, I picked them up again. Wow, it's amazing when you put writings down, you grow a little bit in the Lord, and then you come back and revisit those writings, how much more they mean to you. That's why I have certain books that I have tape on them. This one book, it's falling apart. That's why I couldn't find it because I had to be very delicate and changing the pages. Well, anyway, if you're familiar with his ministry at all, when he went to Johannesburg, he and his family, supernaturally by the power of God, he was given uh, oversight over a local church 
First service. <laughs> First service, he takes the microphone and he's preaching. By the time he gets to the end of this message, he says there was a such a stillness that was resting on them, like the stillness and the quietness of a storm right before it hits. You understand? <clears throat> One time we were in Florida, and we found we saw that there was a tornado happening coming through Tulsa, and so Victoria she gets on. The, she looks at the Doppler radar or whatever, and she sees where all our boys live. And she's, you know, getting ready to warn them. And we call, she calls one of them, Stephen, who lived in an apartment at such and such a place. And she says, Stephen, you're right in the path. So we call him, and he goes outside. And he goes, are you kidding me? There's nothing going on out here. There's no rain. It's like very still here. And I said, Stephen, that means it's right on the heels. It's getting ready to hit any moment. And it was not 15 seconds. Boom! <laughs> no, it wasn't, a, it wasn't like a destructive one. It, it kind of passed over. And he was like, oh, my gosh, all this wind's everywhere. You know? the, the point is, that's what it was like in that lake meeting. It was the still before the storm. Dead silent. Such a stillness. Such a heaviness resting on the people. When all of a sudden, this man, a small man, gets out of his seat and starts walking towards the front. Boom! Falls down to the ground. Collapsed. And all of a sudden, another man gets up out of his seat and starts walking up towards the front. He gets to the the first man. Boom! Falls right down on him. Then another man comes. Then another man comes. Then there's like 12 of them on the ground laying for a very long time on top of the little man on the bottom. So much so that they're really getting concerned. One of his assistants was like, should you do something and all this? And he's like, you know what? The Lord told me. I started it. I'll finish it. Next thing you know, all of them began to cry out at the top of their lungs, confessing their sins, crying out to God for mercy. Long story short, they all got up pure, holy, right. I mean, you understand, these are people who've delved in witchcraft. They've delved in a lot of sexual immorality and all of this stuff, living the African lifestyle over there. And now they get up and they're completely transformed. 18 months later, there was 120 churches. Are you listening to me? I said all that to say this. This is the story I was trying to find. A lot of people know that story. A lot of people don't know this story. He was seeking God. What am I talking about? Acquaint thyself with God. Acquaint thyself. I say acquaint thyself. He was seeking God. Understand. I've, I've, I've studied these things. This guy, while he's seeking what I'm about to explain to you, has seen the, the, the healing power of God flow through him. 
rushed through him. He was seeing hundreds and hundreds saved. Yet while, or not to say, well, saved too, but healed by the power of God. And yet while all of that ha- is happening, deep within he's crying out to God, oh God, there's got to be more. Oh God, I want you. Oh God, baptize me in the Holy Ghost. He lived in a time frame where they, you know, they tarried for the Holy Ghost. And obviously, we don't need, scripturally, we know you don't have to tarry for the Holy Ghost. You can receive them in a moment. Amen. The difference is, though, since they tarried in the Holy Ghost and they were very sanctified, by the time they got baptized in the Holy Ghost, immediately they would see great power flowing through them very powerfully. Whereas sometimes we get instantly baptized in the Holy Ghost, and we don't linger in his presence. And we boast of our experience, and yet we've never denied the flesh. Amen. Or we could bring it into this day. Well, I've laughed and danced and shouted, rolled on the floor. But you haven't denied the flesh yet. And therefore, what could potentially happen through you is blocked. So anyway, he's seeking God for nine months. He set aside a time each day and sought the Lord earnestly. And it seemed like nothing was happening. Silence. And he one day just threw up his hands and says, oh, God, it might be for others, but it must not be for me. It's just where he was. Then this guy said, hey, we heard you're, ba- you're tearing for the Holy Ghost. We're having a prayer meeting. Would you come and pray? He said, oh, yeah, I'll come and pray. He said, this is my aunt's house. And he starts to pray, not even five minutes. And the glory of God came on him like a bright light, brighter and whiter than anything he had ever seen in his life. Light, the purity of heaven. And all of a sudden, he began to hear a voice out of that light speak to him and talk to him about this situation in his life and this situation in his life. And what he did when he was a little kid to his mama here and then over here. And over here, now, you understand the Lord will never dig up anything you've already repented of. Amen. And you don't have to dig up anything. But when he reveals it, at that moment, you don't sweep it under the rug. You admit that you were wrong and you repent. You know, Victoria, you know, one time walking in unbroken fellowship with the Lord. But one day, something flashed in front of her mind of something she did to her little sister when she was a little girl. Oh, God, please forgive me. She repented, called her sister up. Her sister laughed it off, but she needed to repent for her benefit. Are you listening to me? When you, now you, so you, so it's possible, listen, to walk in unbroken, what? It's possible to walk in unbroken fellowship with the Lord. Yes. 
Listen. 1 John 1, 7. And the blood of Jesus Christ covers and cleanses you from things you did that you haven't even repented of yet because you are ignorant of it. And you're walking in unbroken fellowship with the Lord. And you're seeking God. Oh, God, I want more of you. Oh, God, I want more of you. And then all of a sudden, guess what happens? The light shines. The light shines. You thought you had a clean slate. And he's dealing with you. What do you have to do? Just sweep it under the rug? No, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. No, no, no. Admit it. Say, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Thank you that your blood cleanses me now. And then you'll go deeper. Acquaint thyself. You see the difference? You don't go digging. But when the Spirit of God reveals, you don't sweep it under the rug. You understand? I'm not talking about sin consciousness. I'm talking about seeking God and allowing the Holy Spirit to shine the light. And if he doesn't shine the light, you're fine. If he does shine the light, repent. Everyone say repent. It's a gift. It's good. Hallelujah. Amen. I am what I am today for two reasons. Number one, I pray in tongues a lot. Number two, I repent. I'm thankful for it. Are you listening? Praise God. You know, we can live a life fully surrendered to the Lord where he becomes connected to everything that we do and our life becomes filled with him. Mm-hmm. We're fully his. We're, we're doing his purpose mm-hmm. and he's filling our lives with himself. Amen. It's amazing. The beginning of all that, the first step to all of that is to make Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, to call on his name. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be healed, rescued, forgiven, saved. So I'm going to invite you to do that with me now. If you've never prayed to receive Jesus Christ into your heart and make him the Lord of your life, or maybe you have, but you just want to do it again, I invite you to pray with me. Just close your eyes, lift your hands, or put your hand on your heart as a sign that you're praying from your heart. And repeat this after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you came to this earth. I believe you came to this earth. To live a perfect life. To live a perfect life. And to die on the cross. And to die on the cross. In my place. In my place. You died. You died. You took my punishment. You took my punishment. You were buried for three days. You were buried for three days. But then God raised you from the dead. But then God raised you from the dead. Victorious. Victorious. Over sin. Over sin. And the devil. And the devil. I call upon your name, I Lord Jesus. I call upon your name, dear Lord Jesus. I make you my Lord. I make you my Lord. I take you as my Savior. I take you as my Savior. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. 
Wash me. Wash me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Fill me. Fill me. Use me. Use me. May I never be the same again. May I never be the same again. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. And I am now a child of God. And I am now a child of God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer from your heart and asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, I want you to know that all your sins have been washed away and you are now a child of God. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. Amen. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Hallelujah. We want to invite you to call the number on your screen. Someone is waiting to take your call and hear all about what God is doing in your life. Amen. And now we're going to pray for you. If you have any sickness and disease in your body, if you have any pain, Mark is going to pray. We're going to pray for you. And the Lord is going to touch your body and heal you now. Amen. You know, we, we receive testimonies every week. Sometimes three to 500 people call in mm -hmm. talking about what they were healed of. And um, some of these thing, things are they're serious. It's life and death situations. So we do not take this lightly. Amen. Amen. And I tell you one thing, God sees you exactly where you're at. Mm -hmm. He knows what you're going through. And good, the good news is, is he's already made provision for your healing. It's mm -hmm. already yours right now. Amen. Put your hand on the part of your body that needs healing in the name of Jesus. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you that provision has been made. That when Jesus died on the cross, not only did he die for our sins, but he suffered our diseases. You laid on him all of our sin and diseases. All of our judgment was placed on him. And by his stripes, we are healed. I thank you for it. And now as your representative, in the name of Jesus Christ, I speak to every disease. I speak to the diseases that are represented who people who are watching, they have diseases in their body. I command those diseases to go mm. in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Pain, you leave God's people now. Wow. Tumors disappear now. Mm. Diabetes, go now. Mm. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you that your miracle life flows through their bodies from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. We believe we have received miracles. Hallelujah. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Amen, Amen. means so be it. It means it is so. Mm -hmm. It is so. You are now healed by the power of God. Now, before you feel or experience anything different, just lift up your hands and give Him praise and do what you could not do before and see that God is working in your life in Jesus' name. You know, that's really important when you, when you tell them to act and do something they couldn't mm -hmm. do time and time and time again when we're with people in person. Yes. We get to that part and we yeah. say, now do something you couldn't do. The ones who do it get healed. The yes. ones that just stand there, yeah. they just stand there. Yeah. So put your faith into action and receive your miracle and then call the number on our screen and let us know what God has done for you. In Jesus' name. We love you. We'll see you next time. Hello, friends. We are very thrilled to offer this book that's now available that I've written. It's been a book that's been in my heart for many years now. It's called A Strong Foundation in Christ. 
living a purposeful and successful life from now into eternity. It covers in detail the six foundational doctrines of our Lord Jesus Christ that's listed in Hebrews chapter 6. Repentance from dead works, faith toward God, the doctrine of baptisms, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. But we go into detail about each doctrine. It will prove to be a blessing in your life if you read it and really put it into practice. It has more than 400 pages, but it is fast, easy reading. Unless you look up all the verses, it can be a book where you just want to read as you're laying in bed, or if you want to sit down at a desk and really study it, it will prove to be a blessing to you so that you can have a strong foundation under your feet in your walk with God. Buy the book today. For the last three years, this child has been converting every day through every one hour. You could, you could identify through the injuries here. These are all wounds from falling up constantly. Jesus is wonderful. It pays to serve Jesus. 